Baseless Claims are casual conversational comedy podcast. My name is Tay. My name is Tori Boatboy Thompson. My name is Tyler Big Money Man Matheson. Now, I do want to get this off right off the bat here. Uh, we do have uh, a, a, a large list of topics, uh, user-suggested one, all from one user. It's from One Devil Strike, if anyone oh, watches great. Skyrim. So if you guys ever feel like you just need me to toss you a little safety line, <laughs> you toss them right over to me, and I'll hook y'all up with that. Awesome. So yeah, let's, let's, and yeah, let's, let's go for let's, one of them safety lines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 you want to go with one right now? Okay. All right. Well, uh, you, you brought it you up. Brought I, it up. <laughs> Did you bring just, it up? I, wanna, for, I just yeah, wanted to make like, it clear. Uh, right off the bat, I just wanted to say I have a plethora of questions from this one guy. I didn't know if someone had some urgent business to attend to. Okay. Ready for the first yep. one? Here we go. Is Tom Cruise secretly tall? <laughs> So he's so he's been he's been playing a ruse on us this whole time. Like yeah, it's like he goes home and screws on his actual legs underneath. Like his. <laughs> well, Tom Cruise has been hoodwinking us with his short height, <laughs> his very small stature, but big bravery when he does movie stunts. Mm-hmm. As if he was like too attractive already where if he was tall we would all feign like he's yeah. <laughs> oh i've got to be short otherwise i'll be too attractive yeah yeah and that's what? that's that's the biggest hollywood conspiracy there is none of this like sex ring trafficking shit it's that tom cruise is actually tall and if he was you know open about how tall he was it would topple the american <laughs> infrastructure a and tall person <laughs> It's like when I when I did tell my mom that I am six two. Um, <laughs> oh God, that was the hardest. That was the hardest it, day of my life. That mu- no, that must have been really really hard for you, and that's why we don't want Tom to have to come out and do that. Is because we know how the media treats people that are coming out as being tall, and you know we don't want him blacklisted on any like Hollywood studios. Like we want Tom Cruise and all of those good Scientology movies. Well, and that's okay. So that's the other thing is the reason Tom Cruise joined the Church of Scientology. That was also a government mandated uh, action he had to take to combat yeah. his attractiveness. He was too good looking. They're like, okay, well, we're going to take a couple inches off you. There you go. You're five, three. I don't know how tall Tom Cruise is. That uh, supposedly right. is. Uh, but <laughs> they were like, oof. No, you're still... You're still getting people pretty in the mood just by appearance alone. Um, we got to do something that's uh, a bit more emotional and intrinsic. Uh, let's just, just... Scientology seems weird. How do you feel about cults? Actually, <laughs> we don't care how you feel about cults. You're joining one. Can I Here's throw another thi- Can I throw another one on there? Or, yeah. or are you still talking about Scientology? Oh, my God. Is yeah. there something bad about Tom Cruise I don't know? No, there's, there's another nail in the... Um, in the Tom the, Cruise coffin. Yeah, the Tom Cruise conspiracy coffin that the government mandated him to be a little bit more ugly so that his perfect face wouldn't bring America to its knees. If you look at a picture of him, he has a tooth in the center of his head. Yep, his middle no. tooth. What? They also gave yeah. him Tom, yeah. Tom Cruise's middle tooth. <laughs> Hold on just a second. Look, Hold just on look at the picture of him smiling. It's, it's uncanny. Oh, God, if I look up Tom Cruise's middle, the first one is tooth. Yeah, it's yeah, it's fucking scary. Something about it is just oh, so boy. unnerving. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, it's so unsettling. Wow, he really was assembled by robots, wasn't he? <laughs> Bad <laughs> robots. No, like, they were in their eyes. It was symmetrical. They're like perfect, one right in the middle. Why would it be exactly? Why would that be perfect if it was exactly in the middle? Wouldn't they? Wouldn't they line it up with his eyes? He just has two teeth that are just straight down no, from no, no. his there's, eyes. There's one line of symmetry going all right up his face and it has to be perfectly symmetrical so that if you folded his face in on itself everything would touch mm-hmm. <laughs> everything's everything's got it's uh it's equal and opposite side yeah yep yep everything's touching tom a hallmark story hold on a second though what what if that middle tooth is the reason we are all so horny for tom cruise what if it is his very perfect middle tooth and we just don't know it you see, I've never experienced being horny for Tom Cruise, band name I call it, because it's just the government did such a good job with their conspiracy of making him so 
unattractive that, you know, mm. now I just don't mm. see it at all. Talking about all these things that make Tom Cruise unattractive, is he really attractive to begin with? Or is he just rich? It's probably just that one, yes. Yeah. I would yeah. say it's the rich. I'd, I'd say money makes things a lot more attractive. Well, yeah. Look, there's a lot of reasons... There's a lot of reasons that the people at large are very attracted to Tom Cruise. And, you know, the government's doing what they can, but... I think it's mo- I think it mostly comes down to the money. Like, you put money in between a pack of hyenas, and suddenly I'm thinking, yeah, I could get... I could, I could probably get in that pack of hyenas. I could fuck these hyenas right now. <laughs> I, these hyenas are looking pretty seductive. Like, I mean, fuck, think of Jeff Bezos... Like with his yeah. weird, with his weird eye, Jeff Bezos is a very attractive man. No, no, he's not. Because of the money, Tori. Now you're seeing it. See, no, you got it. I got a thing for middle-aged bald dudes. I was gonna oh. say because, like, have you seen uh, pictures of Elon before he got rich? <laughs> he had like the th- thinnest hair and like yeah, dude's and- ugly as a motherfucker. And then he went on and made PayPal with Bezos. And then he was like, I can buy good looks. No, nope. okay, so Elon, yep, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Sure, that's our new lore for how PayPal started. It is. The two teamed up. I don't believe, that could be right. It was like the Avengers. They, yeah, they was, did combine their powers and push their special Fucking look that up. That's together. how it happened. Yeah, no, 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 I, I get it. It's like the Avengers. Like, they, they summoned all of their friends. They got Spider-Man involved. Guys, this isn't a bit. And they <laughs> defeated... They defeated Thanos uh, when mm-hmm. Thanos tried to regulate uh, big this business is... and corporations. Uh, they defeated him. Bit. <laughs> Look, Tay, I just prefer to keep it a baseless claim at this point. That's fair. Right? That's fair. But um, anyway, is Tom Cruise secretly tall? Yeah, I think we can all agree that Tom Cruise actually is extremely tall. He, he was secretly tall. We need to like put it that way. He what was. Did they, did they grind him down? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a, it's like um, like a like cheese when you're just shredding. You know it what over they, the... you know, like the grindstone you put a sword on to sharpen uh-huh. it. Oh, a whetstone. Yeah, they did. Yeah, whetstone. yeah, they did that to his foot. Like they, like mm. they just kind of like grinded it down. Oh, they so just he... sort of grinded ten inches off of him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. attached a foot where the nub was. I was gonna say, are you telling me that Tom Cruise has sharp feet? No, he's got new feet. <laughs> so, like, Tom Cruise is, like, 48. His feet are, like, 20. <laughs> oh, he just keeps those bitches pristine. <laughs> or did they invent the unstilt, the anti-stilt? <laughs> Something so, that does temporarily remove parts of your leg in a fashion I, that is still walkable. I'm, I'm confused on how you... you you think this would work? Well, so, I am also confused. <laughs> what what possible use for unstilts can you see in the free market, T? I didn't say, hey, hey, I'm not saying this is consumer-level bullshit, all right? Well, you know when you and your very tall friend, you, you and your very tall six-year-old friend, you are both uh-huh. six years old, You'd like to sneak into a movie, but you're both too tall to disguise <laughs> yourself as one man. You would uh-huh. you'd look at that man and know that's two kids under there. That's, that's two, two tall. kids in a trench coat right there. <laughs> yeah. But when when you when you wear anti stilts, then that way you put yourself down to the height of one normal man so you can get tickets to that porno. Yeah, you don't think Shaquille O'Neal has ever wanted to don the unstilt and become a regular man? No. That's true. He's, Shaquille O'Neal is a fucking daddy, though, isn't he? Uh, though that's, on, that's on film, everyone. Yeah, yeah we on... got that pressed to vinyl right now. <laughs> find find the, the first 50 episodes of Baseless Claims with the limited edition vinyl. Go to baselessclaimspod.com forward slash merch. Tyler, do you have anything... To take us away from this unstilt nightmare? Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely have some, something to take us away here. Would you like to hear about my very sexual elevator encounter? Ooh, loving yeah. an elevator, loving it up while I'm going down. Wow, 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 wow. 
do I need to take my pants off for this, or is it like a nah? Is it safe for work? I'd put an extra layer of pants on because you're gonna want to touch your genitals, and you want mm. it to you want to block yourself. Or alternatively, right. you're gonna cream your jeans. So if mm. you have an extra jean layer there, you're not gonna mm-hmm. nut through two pairs of jeans. It's not that kind of story. I, I am wearing depends for when I do spontaneously <laughs> ejaculate. <laughs> Mm. Okay. I call it <laughs> depends for when I spontaneously ejaculate. Yeah, the whole thing or just spontaneously just spontane- ejaculate. Sp- okay, spontaneously just making sure. But I do kind of want the other one now. Yeah. Um. So I'm in the elevator. So here's the thing. I'm oh, in. No, God I'm damn it. Yeah. So I'm taking the elevator up. Uh, I'm on. I'm on negative one. I had to go outside, get myself a smoke break. You know, chase that sweet breath of nicotine. So there's like a lot of like offices in this building. So there's always a food truck because they make good fucking money being in this location. Mm-hmm. I'm going back in at the same time that like three people are in the elevator. I have to go to the top. Other people are like getting off on one, two. Three, four. So it's a long fucking elevator ride. Okay. This man is standing right next to me in the elevator, Uh-oh. licking his taco. The man, like, <laughs> almost as if like the juices are dripping down. You know, like the open, the open hole of a taco. He's uh-huh. picking it up and like. No, no, licking. no bite was being taken. No bite <laughs> was being taken. This man licked a taco standing four inches away from me. Do you know what that feels like? Did he look you in the eye when he did it? He might as well have, Tori. When you're standing four <laughs> inches next to... He might to as well some- grabbed my balls and done it right <laughs> in my fucking face. How girthy was that taco, Tyler? I do need to know that. Mm. It was like uh, not a Taco Bell taco, a smaller taco. Yeah. You know, one of those Does like it- small flour things, flour tortillas. Uh-huh. Change the story or the horniness at all with what we consider the toppings to be on this taco? Like, is a beef taco hornier than a chicken taco? A beef taco is so fucking horny. Mm -hmm. A beef taco is like, that's as horny as it gets. Is is that the horniest taco? Well, beef is so fucking masculine, all right? (laughs) We can all agree. Beef is just men. Just men fuel. (laughs) Just men. It's man food. Beef is not for women. (laughs) Beef beef is pure man food. (laughs) Beef is for men only. Tory 2020. (laughs) We had to stop at every floor, and this man is just continuously licking his taco as if he's a cat, which, one, is not... It's not a socially acceptable thing to do when you're near Mm. people. Two, it's not even socially acceptable to eat in an elevator. This is like, it's not even socially acceptable to lick ice cream. Yeah. No. Tori, remember when in high school when you had that assignment where you had to stand backwards in an elevator? Mm hmm. This was like 20 times more inappropriate than that. Um, Because, like, elevator etiquette would dictate. No, no, you wait until you're at your fucking desk to take a bite of that taco. Yeah, you don't even take it out of that shit. Sorry to interject here, but a a school assignment to stand backwards in the elevator? Yeah, it was like a social experiment where we had to stand, we walk into an elevator and we don't turn around and face the door, we face the people. You gotta remember, Tori and I are old men, and this was before the time of YouTube social experiment pranks. Uh, so the teacher uh-huh. was, like, testing the waters of the market before he got in there. God. Yeah, yeah. My teacher, Mr. YouTube, was kind of trying to see if there was something there in terms of, like, oh, could this be funny if we, like, put a camera on it, whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, would people watch this? Yeah, market it was, testing. It was, yeah, okay. it that was makes, market that makes testing. A lot more it was sense very now. good. Was it a power move, Tyler? Because he was he was simultaneously ruining his lunch more than any of those drips would have on the taco. Because he is just straight softening that tortilla with his saliva. I'm his bottom now. That's you, how it works. Yeah, he just he just as he's leaving, he goes, "Thanks, kitten," and winks at you. <laughs> oh. As the doors are closing, it's like that little. There's just a little sliver left, and you just see him shove the entire thing down his throat. Oh. And uh, swallow. And it's like a cartoon. You see the whole shape sliding down his neck. 
what compels someone to be so goddamn hungry that they eat in an elevator? Like, how broken is your life where you have to just be like, I have, I don't give a shit if anyone's around me. I'm just going to eat in this elevator. This, you throw out all social norms. I was going to say, yeah. this does bring up a really good topic of what's the most shameful meal you've ever had and where. Oh, oh God. Every, shit. Every meal. Always. Oh my God! Okay. Does it have so, to be considered a real meal? Hold on, I need to. Because if it if it's like, oh, I ate an entire thing of cheese balls at a Target. Like, is that does okay. that count as a meal? Yeah, adding adding at Target in there qualifies it because that's just that's just like, oof. Where's your? You life? did it at Target? No, no, no. That was just an example. I didn't. Yeah, no, no, guys, no, no. hey everyone, hey everyone, listen to me for a second. <laughs> I did not eat an entire bucket of cheese balls at a Target. I promise. How long were you at Target? <laughs> Eighteen hours. Like the whole goddamn day. Like they were open at nine, closed at ten. You were there uh-huh. all thirteen hours. Yeah, yeah. It was a long journey to get to the. They had to bed. ask you to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and no one wanted to like grab me and pull me out because I was just covered in cheese ball dust. Yeah, Ugh. your whole body. God. Like you just yeah, was, jo- uh, you dove into that bucket. Uh huh. I was a messy. You, you boy. bought six buckets and poured them into your driver's seat car. Uh huh. No, I bought I bought six buckets oh, and then I also bought on. a kiddie pool and I just swam in them. <laughs> Can you imagine dumping out cheese balls on your car seat and uh, then just sitting on them? Ah, uh, oh. oh, that made me actually angry. Oh, I know, boy. like not only is it the dust, it's the texture of it. Like you just like, yeah. No, I was oh. about like if I wouldn't have held on to my rage there, I would have broken my monitor because I would have punched it too hard. That's how angry that made me. Just the visual, the, the auditory part of it, like every, everything about that makes me really upset. That's like, that's like 10 times worse. than if you were to watch someone like mix Skittles and M&Ms together, that's just, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Plus that, uh, plus, uh, Bible camp when you're, when your priest is a naughty boy. Um, I would say most disgusting meal I've ever had. Have Have you guys ever had steakums? Oh yeah, I, mm-hmm. I've heard of it, but I don't think I have had them. Those it's fake beef, not for men. It's <laughs> it's it's beef for women. It's weaker beef. <laughs> no, but it's it's like super heavy. It's super greasy, and it's super disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, one time when I was about seventeen, I think. I got home from work late one night and I was just wicked hungry and couldn't find anything to eat. Like I was like, do I just want to like make a frozen pizza? No, that's too much of a time commitment. Do I just want to eat cereal? No, that's not like savory or like filling enough. Like I want to go to bed with like a full belly. So I had tortillas, steakums, shredded cheese, (laughs) Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and cheese sticks and depression apparently. <laughs> yeah, I put the Wait, steak. You, on. Uh, hold on a second. Did I just was my brain so funny thinking of the funny depression thing uh, that you said cheese sticks? Yes, I said cheese sticks. But you also said shredded cheese before that. Yes, I did, Tori. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> you said what's the worst thing we've ever eaten, and I'm fucking getting there. I put the tortilla down on a paper towel. I put some steakums on that tortilla. I put shredded cheese on it. And then I tore up some string cheese and sprinkled it on top of that. And then added some lunch meat and microwaved it for 45 seconds. I've never shit so fast in my life. (laughs) The yum to dump ratio is instantaneous. I've oh, never boy. I've never had a more painful shit. You know when you're on the <laughs> toilet and you're like god kill me now? <laughs> it was that. It was that where it's like it hurts to let out of me, but it hurts to stay inside of me. <laughs> it was it was just like thick vinegar coming oh. out of you. Just that it sting, w- that burn on the on the on your little your little it did, wrinkle. It it did burn my 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 poop hole. It and did give me third degree burns in my anus, yes. And now I have uh, just permanent hemorrhoids that I can't get rid of because mm-hmm. of that steakum. Yep. Yeah. Because so it's he- beef for women. It was meant to help my vagina, but you know, I'm not a woman. Uh, do, you, do you think 
women shit out their vaginas? They do. Anyway. They do. Um, do. Why did you not cook the steak ahead of time? Is Aren't they like a frozen meat delicacy? They are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pizza rolls, though. You can microwave them or you could put them in the oven. They're much better in the oven, but if you're in a hurry... <laughs> Hey, that that fucking radiation will do you just fine. Okay, but now I gotta know. Obviously, it didn't it didn't have a happy ending to this story. But how did it taste? It it's the closest I've ever gotten to like a homemade McDonald's. Hmm. Like not in a good way. You know, oh. like the heaviness of like when you eat like fast food. Like yeah. how they just pack so many calories and fats into like one small sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's the closest I've ever I've ever come to experiencing like a fast food at home where it's just so fucking heavy in your stomach. Just yeah. Oh boy, that sounds terrible. Yeah, I don't even have. Awful. I, see, here's the thing, Tyler. You eat fucking anything. Like the worst meals I have are like, oh, well, I don't have anything to eat, so I guess I'm going to have frozen chicken nuggets or something like that. <laughs> but I have watched you at your house just take you were like, "Oh, I want a sandwich, but we don't have anything." And I watched you take a slice of white bread, cover it in butter, and then just put pepperonis on it and then <laughs> ate it. You're like, "Well, I got to moisten the bread somehow." It's like as though that normalized the entire affair. You are just like a, like, you will just put anything in your body. You're like, okay, well, I guess there's, we have this and this and this. I guess I'll just put it all on some bread and I will just shove it down my fucking hole. <laughs> bread is like the vessel at which everything enters oh, yeah. my body. Oh, yeah. Like, that makes if sense. I can put it in bread, I'll put it in my body. I, yeah, I can relate to this. To, it leads to some bad combinations of stuff. For instance, yeah. butter, then pepperoni, or steakums, cheese sticks, and lunch meat. You fucking sick bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm not proud of what I've done, but if I need nutrients... (laughs) The whole point of the bit was something that you ate that you were ashamed of eating both before, during, and after consumption. Yeah, it's like, I, I, I don't... I don't hit the ball every time. No one in the big leagues does hit the ball every time, Tori. Mm. Oh, the culinary big leagues? Yeah, exactly. It's the fact that they swung the bat that matters. Uh huh. Yeah, because you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That kind of exactly. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So if I yeah. make it every time and consume it, it's like, well, now I know. Yeah. Now you know you didn't just find the next best thing. Exactly. <laughs> like Tori, what if butter and pepperoni was the shit? What if butter and pepperoni <laughs> was the shit, Tori? And I would have tried to get you on that, and you would have been like, no, I don't even like pepperoni on my pizza. Get that shit away from me. <laughs> and I would have been like, no, Tori, seriously, try it. It's so good. Oh, my God. And then it just would have blown my mind. Then next thing you know, you're opening up a restaurant called uh, Pepperoni Teas Butter Extravaganza. <laughs> the buttered the bu- the buttered roni. Yeah. And you, uh, and you I'll workshop it. You yeah, workshop one dish, that. and you have it down. Oh, yeah. It's like ratatouille. It's like mm-hmm. all I make is ratatouille. So made with I, real rats. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that film, but I... Sure. Is that all? Is that the only dish that yeah, no, he knows how to make? That's a, that's what the movie is about, is that uh, it's this rat who's a cannibal for other rats and then becomes mm-hmm. a professional chef using rat meat. Yeah, exactly. Everything in his dishes is made of rats. He's betraying his family one member at a time. It's pretty Damn. dark. Yeah, it's really macabre. Uh, where like Remy becomes, or like Remy goes to his best friend of like, you know, several several years, and has framed every single murder up to this point as a suicide, uh, and then just like harvests their meat. And when he goes up to his best friend, he actually confesses to him before killing him and using his meat too. It's a really really fucked up, mm-hmm. you know, American psychopath mm-hmm. kind of scene, but. I don't yeah, know. It was. I think Pixar knocked it out of the park with that one. Oh yeah, no, it was cinematic. It was a cinematic masterpiece. It's it's the best film I've ever seen. It it's very good. Mm-hmm. Hey guys. Yep. Do real life dwarves find fictitious fantasy dwarf heroes empowering? I I can't. I don't. I <laughs> I feel like I can't really speak on that. I don't think. Uh, I feel like there's landmines all around me, and yeah, I'm trying see, not to step on all of them. 
Here's okay. Here's here's the best comparison I can make with this one. <laughs> all right. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. <laughs> Everyone knows me. I have. I do have uh, the condition known as having red hair. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not my proudest feature for sure, but me being, let's call me the real life redhead. Right. I felt empowered when I did watch my kinfolk hero, Prince Harry, marry Meghan Markle. Don't know if you want to call me a hero right now, T. What, oh, did he do bad? Uh, yeah. Oh, no. What did Prince Harry do? Uh, rhymes with Blepstein. That's Prince Andrew, you dipshit. That's Prince Andrew. Come what? on. I thought it was Harry. No, no that's Harry, Prince Andrew, Harry's you dipshit. Harry's the one with the beautiful wife. Oh. Oh. Okay, then, yeah, Harry's, <laughs> Harry's good. Harry's still good. Okay. Well, is it good. what we talked about earlier, where it's just the money? <laughs> no, no, I do think it. I do think it is his wife. I do think it <laughs> was hope that my people can indeed find uh, find love. Is it because of his money, though, that he found love? I don't know. It's, here's the thing. I don't know how rich he is. I do know he's like a duke or a king or some shit. I don't know how England works. I he's, don't think money. In, I think when you're it's royalty, in his name T. Yeah, money name. doesn't matter. When you are royalty, you never have to spend money because people will just give you shit for free. No, oh, God. Is that better than being rich? It's just getting stuff. Is that better than being rich? I mean, rich people get free shit all the time. Yeah, when you're rich, it just happens, which is yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Like, you can be... Like, like look at it, Elon, for example. He can go to a press conference or some convention... And someone will run up to him and be like, huh, I've, I've got this thing or whatever that I want you to have, Elon, and just gives it to him because they're a fan. I'm not talking about fan. fan art. That's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> no shit, Elon Jake. Musk Elon. fan art! Elon Musk fan art! Elon Musk fan art! Holy shit, go on DeviantArt. See if there's any weird fucking Elon shit. God damn it's it. Just, it's just Elon fucking a cyber truck. I'm gonna go on With I'm gonna go ears. on Wattpad and see if there's Elon Musk fan fiction. I'm sorry, you're gonna go on what? Wattpad? It's a it's a fan fiction website where you post fan fiction and the uh, the minimum age to post fan fiction is thirteen, so there's some gems on there. So it's it people is. just oh, wait, no, coming in. No, Wattpad is younger, isn't it? Wattpad's 11, isn't it? I have no idea, but I'd like to... One time, y'all know who Jacob Sartorius is, right? Name yep. rings a bell. I found uh, a beautiful fan fiction written by a nine-year-old once that was just fucking gorgeous. It took me like three and a half hours to read. It was a novel. And like... I can't tell if it was galaxy brain or dumb as hell because (laughs) the plot devices she was using were like, I could see where she was going, but she couldn't quite get there because of her nine-year-old brain. (laughs) But like some of the shit on Wattpad would have been uh, a literary masterpiece, but because she's not fully developed in the head, it wasn't. (laughs) Exactly. Like it's so close, but in like 35 years, I believe she can get there. Now I'm going to, I'm going to send a chat to you guys real quick here. And you uh, you just let me know what you think of this. Is this an ep- excerpt or is this the full thing? This is uh, just a thing that I found on the, uh, on the Wattpad here for Elon Musk. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> hold on a sec here. How do I get there? It's literally just Elon Musk with a fade. Everybody dance now. It's Elon Musk, but with Drake's hair. Okay. You know what? (laughs) I'm going to pick out one, read one random page. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is this fanfic? This is fanfic. For Elon Musk. We're going to read some Elon fanfic. Perfect. I'm going to read one random page. Do we want to go with the Musk of Love, Musky Love, Jake Paul, and Elon Musk, Ohio Fried Chicken, <laughs> Daddy Elon fan fiction. Ooh, that's that's got to be good. 
Tough Love, or Intergalactic Tales of Elon Musk in Space. I kind of want the chicken one. With Jake the Paul? Jake, the Jake Paul X Elon Musk? Yeah. I, I can run with that. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, here we go. Random page. Jake's POV. <laughs> Elon pulled at my hair. Elon pulled my clothes off. Elon proceeded to rub my penis up and down <laughs> until all my testicular sperm babies filled his delicate mouth. He Band was my sub, and he was carrying my children now that he swallowed my children's <laughs> egg sacs. Holy shit! Wow! God. He is so good in bed, we even did it to the song that plays at the end of Iron Man. Next time, he wants Iron to wear Man. a Papa Smurf costume, and he wants me to say, take my big blue Smurfy cock in your wide ass Smurfy light blue Smurf anal cavity. Wow. Are they just I love they him so it much. <laughs> they're, they're doing SEO, man. <laughs> Cue big time Rush theme song. And that's see, it. See, Finn. that one. Finn. That one is deliberately written as a 25-year-old writing as a 13-year-old. We yeah, got we got we got to find a natural one. The natural ones are even better. Tay, I got the best natural one right now. I currently have that AI generator where you type in a part, you give it a prompt and then Ooh. it finishes the story for you. So guys, hit me with some Elon fanfic. Let's give it like a one or two sentence prompt and let this AI okay. take over the story. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. Elon couldn't stand to bear the sight of his beloved rocket leaving Earth's orbit. He loved that rocket and would do anything for it. Okay, here is our AI-generated Elon Musk fanfiction. Elon couldn't stand to bear the sight of his beloved rocket leaving orbit. He loved that rocket. He would do anything for it. The first thing he did was launch it. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> okay. The okay. first thing. He, the, <coughs> I don't think it got our gist, but hold on, hold let on. it go. <laughs> the first thing he did was launch it. He pulled out a Christmas tree from the backyard and set it up with bright colors of the launcher. He put his shades and the company. He put on his shades and the company flag. He looked out the window at the port of the rocket's exhaust nozzle. He saw that its warm white glow was cutting the dark sky away. A year from now, he would place the rocket outside his house. The rocket could. That's it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, it got really beautiful there at the end, actually. Can the AI get sexual? Like, if we put the word come in it, will it write some heavy hundred percent. Okay, okay. Right, who, do, who do we want coming on each other? Let's say, uh, let's say that Elon filled the rocket ship with it with his cum for fuel. The cum was going to bring it to Mars, and it was going to plant all of his cum on Mars. Something make it make it pretty, Tori. Ready? Here we go. Yep. Yep. Elon filled his rocket ship with his semen for fuel to complete the thousand-year journey to planet Mars. Though he didn't go. <laughs> He created life on Mars so that other FTL-capable people could achieve similar goals and set up the first permanent human colony there. Apparently, Mars' surface was hot enough for his sperm to freeze and freeze up in order for his ship to take off. Image courtesy of someone.tumblr.com. <laughs> two, two, period, parenthesis, Masu spacesuit. Okay, he was a guy who wasn't afraid to get naked for the camera. That's it. I think what we bro I think we broke the AI. <laughs> that is so busted. That is that was, so busted. That was so good for one paragraph. Yeah, it says image provided by a Tumblr account. It, and it doesn't show me. It just says image <laughs> image courtesy of someone's.tumblr.com <laughs> to Masu spacesuit. Huh. Very nice. Wow. I think we could I think we could do fan fiction all night. And that's yeah. what I that's what I want to present to you now, you fine folk. Oh boy. You see, I've I've been in the writer's room. I've been I've been working on 
working on the next big thing. I, 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 I figured, you know, now that Game of Thrones is gone, you know, mm-hmm. the fall shows are wrapping up. What can mm-hmm. we Arrow. hit in the new year that's going to really elevate TV to a new standard? What's going to bring mm. medium further than it has ever gone before? Mm. Well, with the success of The Mandalorian, we should take a popular and beloved franchise and make a serialized TV show out of some background race and make it way more popular than it has any right to be. So if okay, we take... Okay, so that's, that you can make money off of. Yeah, exactly. What I went with was, well, a version of that. You guys know who Tim Allen is? Yeah. You guys like Tim Allen? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you are you're speaking my language right now. Okay, so Christ. Hear me uh, hear me out on this, Tori. Mm-hmm. Join me in the writers room for Terabytes of Tim. Mm. It's a new I hate this. It's a new show that's going to be airing on Fox and mm-hmm. it's it's a sitcom about Tim Allen. And he is, uh, he's an old-fashioned guy, but he's raising teenage daughters in the mm-hmm. digital social media age. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. terabytes of Tim. How does he raise these, these two daughters in this world that's changing so much that he just doesn't understand? You see, we get all those good, goofy bits like, you insta whated. And and then we have a laugh track, <laughs> and la- yeah, and, 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 track, and, yeah. And then we we have an episode where Tim Allen himself, playing himself, uh, gets addicted to something on the internet. What is what does Tim get addicted to on the internet? What could Tim? What's a funny situation we could find Tim Allen get addicted to? What about those uh, those food eating channels? The ones that are like mm. all audio, where it's just somebody eating food. Oh, like mm-hmm. mukbang or something? Yeah, like, like mukbang, audio mukbang. Yeah. yeah, like does does he know it's sexual though, or is he like blatantly unaware? Like, is he oh, just no, like ah, it's just people he, eating? It, I like eating. Yeah, no, he's he's a hundred percent oblivious to the fact that it's supposed to be sexual, and like he doesn't understand why he likes it, but he can't uh-huh. he can't pull his eyes away from it. The pretty girl eating way too much octopus is just too tantalizing for him, and he just can't put his finger on why he likes it so much. But the audience, we all know, so it's kind of, we're like in on the joke. So when there's like the funny goof where Tim Allen is out watching, you know, the video on his phone in public, and people see it and they're giving him weird looks, and he's like, "Sheesh, people sure are cranky these days," <laughs> and it's because he's watching the sexual <laughs> eating. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's very good. And then we have the laugh track, yeah. Yep, and then course. we have. There is so much endless potential with this show. The show literally writes itself. Yeah. Yeah. You can basically hit anything you want of like, huh, what's a what's a what's a weird problem in the digital age? Hmm. Posting lewd photos of yourself online. Like, yeah, (laughs) Chris, Christy, I'm taking away your Insta tweets for a month. Because you shouldn't be showing pictures of yourself in a bra online. And then they have a heart-to-heart moment at the end. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They have a heart-to-heart moment Mm -hmm. at the end. They're like, you know, I just love you and I want you to be safe. It's okay, Dad. I'll always be your little girl. And then they hug and then it's cute. Mm -hmm. But seriously, I'm blocking you. (laughs) Yeah, and then executive producer Dick Wolf fades on. Yep. Oh, Dick Wolf does this. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. sort of he's sort of jumping ship on uh, on his crime dramas, and he wants to get in on <laughs> Tim Allen's very good uh, modern age uh, coming of age tale. And like we know the success of fuck, what's Tim Allen's current show? Like Last Man Standing or some yeah. shit. We know the success that has. What are people? Because Tori, your mom is kind of like this. Like the TV just gets left on. She doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. watch anything. Mm-mm. It just gets left on. Yeah. What can the older generations just kind of leave on? They like Tim Allen. They know Tim Allen. Mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. funny digital show. And for some fucking reason, people loved Big Bang Theory. Still yeah. don't understand that one. Mm-hmm. It's because Sheldon was funny. Let's get that mm-hmm. clear. But I think, I think like this is like we got all the mixins, all the mixins and fixins to make this this show right now. Because there's just there's endless gags where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, he gets addicted to looking on Imgur or Imgur or whatever that fucking website is at pictures of muscle cars. But he's like 
ashamed that he goes on it so often, so he has to like do it in private, and then his wife thinks he's like cheating or something like that. But it turns out oh. he's just looking at muscle car photos. Yep. Oh uh, my god! My, yeah. my episode that I'm throwing onto the table. Uh, his daughter, his youngest daughter, becomes a YouTube star overnight because of a viral video of Tim Allen doing something stupid in the kitchen or whatever. And she's about to post a video or go record a video on Sunday morning. And Tim's like, come on, honey, we're going to church. And she's like, but dad, if I don't post a video, I'll lose subscribers. And Tim Allen looks at her and goes, subscribers? What are you, a magazine? Oh! oh that's very good. <laughs> and then everyone gets a good laugh. The laugh mm. track comes in. There's like some funky bass line a la Seinfeld. It's a whole... This is Do like you, a... This is a real... Uh, it's a real rich uh, plot you've started for us here. Mm -hmm. Do you guys want to round robin an episode of Terabytes of Tim right now? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. You mean, you mean round round robin another one? Sure. Let's go for it. <laughs> well, we got we got the skeleton. Let's round robin the script. Oh, should here. we do should we do the other episode title or the 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 other episode idea that we were bouncing around, Tyler? The one where yeah, what's that one? The the one where Tim Allen uh, mistakenly joins a ISIS <laughs> support group yes. online, thinking <laughs> yes. that it's pro America. Yes. Yes, Tim Tim Allen does mistakenly join ISIS because he thinks all of the national pride they're talking about is for America. Yes, and, yes, that's it. And, yeah, yeah, that is very good. Tim Allen be like, look, it's a place for very sophisticated and like-minded people to hang out and talk about politics. And then his daughter looks at his phone and goes, Dad, you're punctuating your points with Pepe the Frog. <laughs> And then the laugh track, and then everyone has a good chuckle at that because mm -hmm. he just stays too silly. Yeah, and Alan don't know. And Tim Allen's just like, "What? It's it's a good picture. It's a funny guy. What? It's I don't understand. What's wrong with that? It's it's a weird frog. It's so funny. So and there's got to be there's got to be a part in the beginning of this episode where it, it it's got to be early in the season, and it's Tim Allen, and he's starting to wanting to you know join his daughter's interests, find out a little bit more about them. So he does start slowly but surely going online more and trying to kind of figure out where these online communities are, and he discovers memes. Now, not current What memes. the hell are memes? Yeah, laugh what track. are memes? Laugh track comes in, and he's just got to show his daughter this one, but the printer's out of ink. <laughs> oh, he my doesn't know how else he can show it to God. her. Fucking God. Holy that's shit. Good. Okay, that's actually fucking funny that's as hell. Really good. That's when he that's when he goes to the store and does run into a man who he has a conversation with because he looks him in the eye and has an, a good on, honest conversation with people like back in the good old days and that's when he does find out about this website uh, chat group. <laughs> but he accidentally went to the wrong chat room. And he's talking and he just types is this the chat room for National Pride? <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, it is." Mm -hmm. And he's like, that's great. I I love this country, and I'm, uh. I'm sick of the dumb libs ruining it. And they're like, exactly, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and you just find yourself in a wacky situation. And then it does turn out that, yes, Tim Allen did do 9-11. Mm -hmm. See, yeah. the mm -hmm. reason he gets onto this uh, chat room to begin with is because the guy he was talking to at the store was a neckbeard. And uh, Tim Allen's like, hey, you know, I I'm trying to get into this online space. Where's a good place for smart, you know, intellectual people to hang out? And the neckbeard just goes, huh, you're looking for 4chan, my guy. And then oh. Tim Allen goes on 4chan. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There would absolutely be an episode of this show where Tim Allen is trying to make some money on some of his daughters. Uh, now that they're getting older, they don't need stuff like their tricycles anymore. Um and he would go to post it on Craigslist and not understand language. That selling underwear on Craigslist is not no, 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 good. No, 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 like, like a tricycle. And he would be like, but he, he didn't know that you have to like post a picture and stuff. So he would just like be looking for a person to come buy it. And he would be like, looking for cute little girl who wants <gasps> toys. Like, and he wouldn't understand, right? Like that would absolutely that's be an good. episode. Oh, fuck, Tori. That's good as hell. We need to fucking, we need to trademark this right the fuck now because yeah. this Oh, by is the way, TM, TM, TM on everything yeah. we've said so far. Like, I, I, I absolutely hate that this show would be as successful as it would be if it was real. Mm -hmm. Because It'd go 11 seasons. Because mm -hmm. conservative audiences would eat this shit 
up. As long as we put in an attack helicopter joke, like it's fucking gold. Oh god, that's like, we're renewed for at least three seasons. That's the best yeah. joke. That's the best joke in the world. Mm-hmm. Every like blue collar Midwestern would just be like, oh, "I love that Tim Allen. He's so funny." It, and you know what? He's a no nonsense kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He speaks the tr- he's just a, he speaks the truth. So basically. Anything like when he wants to go on that chat room for ISIS and stuff, that would basically just be his stand up, right? Like they would just take excerpt, excerpts from <laughs> his stand up and that's what he would be typing online. Like these stupid libs, am I right? Basically. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So he he's complaining about that and they're like, yeah, we would do anything to defend our country. And he's like, yeah, me too. Like mm-hmm. I, I would do anything. You know, I respect all of the people out there fighting for our cause. (laughs) Like, we got to do it. Like, we have to do it for the maker. And he's like, yes, finally, some honest Christian folk. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I hate how good this is. I absolutely hate how great Then at the end of the episode, he finds out that, you know what? Racism is bad because I made friends with those good ISIS folks. And you know what? Just because the color of their skin is different than mine doesn't mean that they're a different they have a different color heart. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah. And then he's like, I still hate trans people, though. <laughs> yeah. and then laugh track. And that executive producer, Dick Wolf. Does Dick pop. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's uh, oh, fuck. That's terabytes of Tim for you. Damn, this show writes itself. Think of how much better our country would be if the if a qualification to be president was you have to have killed a man with your bare hands. Like, you See, have to we're, we're have taken back a human the, life. Anytime you, you bring up, you know, what if our president was some sort of physically superior being, you're just talking about America's Hokage. We're, uh, I'm talking about Hokage Lincoln, who, <laughs> did, who did kill men with his bare hands. Basically, I'm just saying we get Abraham Lincoln back. No, but... Think of if that was a qualification, like at the debates, they're like, and, uh, fighting yes, out of the uh, red senator. <laughs> yeah. They're like, uh, Senator Sanders, when did you take your first life? Okay. Look. Now we bring it to Senator Warren. When, how did you take, and they have to describe in vivid detail how they killed a man. The first life I ever took was a cop who decided that his rights were superior to ours just because of his uniform. And he was cornered by me and three other activists, and we beat him to death with his own billy club. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, no, um, there was, oh my god, it was, there was fucking someone uh, in the 2016 election, there was one of the Democratic candidates where they asked at the end, like, who is your, you know, who is your greatest enemy or something or like what was your what was your greatest challenge you defeated and this motherfucker said well the guy that tried to stab me with his bayonet in vietnam who didn't make it out i'd say he was my enemy and it's like oh fuck that dude killed that man could you could you imagine if that would have gone a different way though like the 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 moderator asks like what's the biggest personal challenge you've ever had in your life and the the candidate just kind of gets glassy-eyed and just goes, Ted Robinson in the fifth grade bullied me every single day. And they just had this really long-winded, traumatic, like, bullying story. They just, like, they brought up all of these repressed memories and just started <laughs> yeah. crying on stage and just using it therapeutically. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying therapeutic. I'm saying show your strength to the public. No, I know. And, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm, I, but I just think the debates would be more fun if they did take place in an octagon and you did have to also fight them if it is a battle of strength. Oh, who's the referee? Mario Yamasaki. Mario Yamasaki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got Joe Rogan commentating on the side. He's now the debate commentator. Uh, who- and he's just a pure animal. Bernie Sanders might be old, but he moves with such great speed. But you gotta watch out for Joe Biden's left hook. The man can really still throw a punch. You know, I honestly would just watch old people fighting. I think that'd be entertaining. Now that's another reality show, but we can circle <laughs> back to that at a different at a different point. Yeah. 
But that would just be much more entertaining. It, Bernie, you just took out Joe Biden in the ring with a, with a nasty combo that left him beaten and battered. What do you have to say for yourself? I just wanted to let you know that Joe is a great opponent, but my left hook really fucked him up. Or it's a good thing that now we have universal health care because <laughs> otherwise that man's coma would cost millions of dollars. <laughs> and under my and Medicare for all up. plan, I wrote the damn bill. And under my Medicare for all bill, we'd you're make saying it- that upon knockout he is already <laughs> now you are there's no swearing in anymore. You just are. No. No, why why wait? Yeah, it's a tournament. So when you knock out your opponent, you move up a rung. There's random mm-hmm. seeds for every election. You move mm-hmm. up a rung in the in the bracket, and then the very, one of the very very tippy top on November whatever the fuck the finals. That's who gets mm-hmm. to be president. Theodore Roosevelt would have oh dude wrecked Theodore, shop. Theodore Roosevelt yeah. would have been our dictator it. for years. Yeah. The man had asthma and just didn't give a shit about it. Like, just kept boxing, bare-knuckle yeah. brawling because he he thought he could just get over asthma. Yeah, the man was part of a group called the Rough Riders that was basically a gang but out in the woods. Yeah, they, they were a wood gang. <laughs> they were a wood gang who hunted down bears. He was also fucking shot mid-speech and was like, fuck it, I'm finishing. Yeah, he even made fun of him mid-speech, the guy who shot him. Like, the the gun went off, it, like, hit him in the shoulder or whatever. They tackled the guy, and he was just like, pussy. (laughs) Yeah, like, oh, why don't you shoot better next time, dipshit? (laughs) Anyway, as I was saying, I, well, I just think that democracy is just so boring like let's just get a fucking tournament going on like that would really change the political system though because it would know like you keep referencing like oh bernie sanders fighting that's not how it would be no it wouldn't no it would be mike tyson going for president against um manny pacquiao and if you thought money was in politics now could you fucking imagine the amount of like underhanded betting that would be going on for these fights Hell yeah. Like the the matches could be fixed and everything because PepsiCo is just like we can't have Bernie win. So what if we give him like a billion dollars under the table to just like go out there and fucking biff it, you know, to push our agendas yeah. on Dwayne be, the Rock Johnson? It'd be a lot of fun. But I think uh, I think Tay that you should uh, knock out this episode. Well, thank you so much for listening and or watching wherever you may be watching and or listening to this podcast. Go ahead and leave us a like, review, or comment on wherever applicable. It really helps the show out, gets us into curated lists and so on and so forth. Share it around with your friends, and if they're too intimidated by an hour-long podcast, you can send them over to our Twitters where we have little snippets of the show that Tori puts together that are about two-ish minutes long, and they're fucking hilarious. Uh, again, we're all on Twitter, so shoot us a line anytime, and we'll talk about you on the show, probably. Suggest topics if you'd like to, like uh, When Devil Strike did. You can you can send a bunch at a time or one at mm-hmm. a time. Just mm-hmm. tweet them to us, put them in the comments, however you want to do it. That'll be, uh, that'll be fun, and then it gives us something to discuss on the show. Yeah, get drunk on a Tuesday night, get some Taco Bell, stuff that all down, regret your decision, then just pound out a bunch of questions on your keyboard. Save it, wake up the next morning wondering what's this for, and then send it on over to us, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll tackle that with you. Make sure you lick that taco. Yeah, make sure you you send me a video of you sensually licking that taco. I want to see if you're 18. (laughs) 